0: and In business, I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Kelly
1: O Show. This is part three of a three part episode with just me, and I'm talking about a, really just a diet smackdown. So, if you haven't listened to part one and part two, you are definitely going to want to go back. This is 90 minutes in total, but it's a deep dive into anything and everything that. All of you need to know if you're stuck at a weight loss plateau, if you haven't been able to lose weight, if you feel like nothing's working for you, I promise you, if you listen to all of this, you will get to those mic drop aha moments I
0: have, and you will finally feel like, oh my God, been focusing on all the wrong things. Now I know what I need to focus on. Now I know how to cut the crap.
1: Now I know how to reach my goal. Tune in and enjoy. I can tell you this is why I'm being very public because I also believe being very public is a great thing for accountability that can push all of us further. I'm being very public and telling you guys, you watch me. I'm 20 pounds over my goal weight. I will reach my weight. I think in the next two months, it might, it might overlap and, and, and take me a little bit longer, but I believe you will see me by applying everything I'm teaching here. In the next two months and I will have before and after photos you've never seen me do that in all of the times I've been blogging and being you know running a fitness company I've never done that because I've always thought I was trying 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 training and doing all this stuff I was doing a lot of that stuff but I was doing a lot of these examples so the second example I'm going to share with you I believe many of you have done something similar as well and then we're gonna wrap it up there was one time Um, And I mentioned this on a podcast, too, but I specifically remember this because it was such a huge moment of, oh, my God, this is what like I had this this moment when this happened of this is the type of decision making that I've been applying for months and months and probably years that has kept me exactly where I'm at. So I remember that my man, he's an attorney, he was um, in a trial. And when he's in a trial, he has to leave uh, the house really early in the morning and he doesn't get home until late because they, they all go back to the office after, I don't know why I'm telling you all this, um, and then he comes home really late. And sometimes, even though he and the crew, they've all gone back to the office to like do a download after the trial that day, they don't eat. It drives me crazy. So he comes home and I'm like, if you had dinner, you know, sometimes he's getting home at eight o'clock at night, sometimes even later. So this day in particular that I remember, and I was cooking right back there on that stove and that counter. Okay. This is where the spot happened. I feel like I should have like a yellow rope around it. Cause this was like the moment of clarity right here. So during that day, I know that I had hit my caloric window. I was like, maybe at 1500 calories. Okay. I'd had my Uh, lunch, I'd had my afternoon snack, I'd had my dinner, I'd eaten within my window. And here's the other part that we really need to make sure we pay attention to, okay? Because I've also covered this with everybody. I had had everything I needed to eat that day and I was hungry. The reason I say I'm hungry is this is a huge point. And for those of you who are here watching or you're watching on the replay, you know that we talk about this all the time and you're probably like giving me the finger right now, but a lot of people, this is a lot of also some of the BS that's um, floated out there in the fitness space. You will be hungry on a diet, okay? I'm leaving a pause there for a reason. It's not the end of the world for you to have. I have it right now. My stomach is churning just a little bit where I'm like, I'd really like to have something. I'd like to have a Pop-Tart. I'd like to have 12 Pop-Tarts. You know what I'm saying? When your stomach has that like err, you're going to have hunger pangs. It is natural to have hunger pangs, especially when you go from a period in your life where you've been eating too much and you have to cut it back. And that's typically where a lot of us, even us diehard fitness fanatics who think we've been at it for a long time, there's going to be that point where you've been eating a lot of us. My caloric deficit is 1,600. I was probably eating 2,000 to 2,500 calories a day of healthy food. So when you go from eating that much food and you cut out potentially 1,000 calories a day, 500 calories a day, your body's like WTF. Uh, I like some more food. And then you add to that, that we live in a country of convenience, Starbucks, drive throughs, and the drive throughs with the, not just one size, but the killer size. You go into gas station and you can get a big gulp, bigger than my head, including my hair. Okay. We live where food is accessible and in abundance and without spending a lot of money. It is very much a challenge it is a mind f okay to be hungry in your tummy and to have food so easily accessible but that's where the success of you hitting your weight loss is going to come here that's why accountability and community is key if you go out alone having to deal with that mind having to convince yourself don't do it don't do it you want to lose weight, don't eat those extra peppermint patties that are sitting in the freezer right now. I know they taste good, but each one of those is 50 calories and you could easily eat six of those. Don't do it. Like it's easier if you have someone to turn to. Okay. But please understand too many people think that they can't, they can't do it because they can't deal with the hunger pangs. I challenge you to get over that thinking. And frankly, it's a shame for anybody of us, any of us, excuse me, that live in this country to say, oh, I could never do that when truly, I'm not trying to make you feel like a piece of shit, but when there really are people starving all over the world that we're like, oh my God, there's no way I could go. I could never do a 24 hour fast. Yes, you could. And you know what? If you really tried harder, you could do a three day fast. Don't think you can't. Stop making excuses for yourself because you just don't wanna try harder. So you will be hungry you're going to have to have, <laughs> you're going to have to learn all of us to be able to sit down at night and watch TV with our with our partner and and sit down and have whatever it is, a hot tea or, or maybe um, a Turkish coffee. Actually, it's probably not a good idea. I just tried Turkish coffee last weekend. It was amazing. But later that night we were like, so um, it's intense stuff. Anyway, there has to be ways that you figure out How to not eat and kind of distract your mind from the hunger pangs the hunger pangs don't mean you're dying the hunger pangs don't mean that oh i worked out hard that must be i mean i used to kid myself with that oh i you know i must be i'm working out more so i must need to eat more to to fuel myself no you don't you're kidding yourself it's okay to have hunger pangs now if you're ever lightheaded or about to pass out or whatever eat something eat a cracker but you don't need to eat a big mac Like, come on, let's, let's be reasonable. Okay. So back to my last story. Um, I'd eaten everything that day. I was at like 1500 calories out of my 1600 calorie caloric deficit. And Steve comes home and it's like eight o'clock at night. And of course he hadn't eaten. So I'm like, let me make you something. And we had made these um, big salad bowls before that were really yummy. They had um, grilled chicken, organic grilled chicken, um, organic black beans, um, cilantro on the top, chopped onions, um, sautéed peppers, um, sweet potatoes that we cooked in the air fryer, and um, some quinoa I think on the bottom. And then we put avocado as well. It's just like a big bowl, mix it all up. It's really good. And so I had some of the leftover stuff, and I was going to make him. I said, "You want me to make you one of those bowls?" Oh, and grilled zucchini was one of the things too. He's like, yeah. So here it is like 7.30, eight o'clock at night. Now again, I'm done. I shouldn't be eating anything else. And I'm cooking this stuff for him. How many of you can relate to this? Cause you have kids, you're either cooking for your kids, you're cooking for your family. You've hit your window, you know you shouldn't be eating but you're cooking for somebody else. How many of you, you're dealing with this? This is where it's temptation. I'm not gonna say it's not temptation but the more that we're aware like, okay I'm gonna go balls to the wall. I'm gonna kick ass. For eight weeks, I'm going to do this and it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. I'm going to have hunger pangs. I'm going to have to say no when I want to say yes, but I'm going to do it for eight weeks. So I don't have to do it for eight years. Okay. That's what you do. You say, I'm going to do it for two months. So I don't have to do it for two years. I do it for, you know, three months or three, not three weeks, three months. So I don't have to complain about this for three years. Okay. It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. Okay. It's simple. So I'm cooking and I'm making all this stuff for him. And I realized as I was standing right back there and I was grilling on this inside grill we have, I was grilling zucchini and I was taking a couple and I was just eating. Now some of you right now, I'm pointing to you. Some of you right now are watching this going, is she kidding me? Is she gonna say that if I have a few bites of zucchini, that's what's keeping me fat? I guarantee you because I was that person. I was that person who's like, you are really gonna tell me I can't have zucchini. So it's not about having the zucchini. It's not about having that zucchini's bad for you. In fact, on a side note, I did take a food sensitivity test. I'm not allowed to have zucchini right now. My point is, how many of you have had a day like that where maybe you know that you're at your caloric window or maybe you don't know, but maybe you, you're like kind of aware, I've had lunch, I've had dinner, my spouse or significant other's coming home or my girlfriend's stopping by to, to talk about you know her breakup and I'm gonna sit here and eat with her. And you say to yourself, okay, how many of you have had this conversation? You go, well, I know I've eaten, but it's protein, it's vegetables. Our bodies can always use extra protein. See, this is where we take what we've learned in fitness and we apply it and it's, it's too much because we're applying it in an inappropriate manner. And it doesn't mean that that's that shame on us. It's shame on the industry because we've been given so many mixed messages. But how many of you have done that? So I, in my head, had this awareness while I was making this stuff for Steve, like, you know what? Old Kelly that was not tracking her stuff, or maybe old Kelly that did know she was at 1,600 calories. Yeah, I talk about myself in third person. Old Kelly would have continued to make that dish. I would have said, you know what? This is organic black beans. This is rice. This is, you know, um the zucchini. This is sweet potato. This is all good stuff. that's good for me. How many of you have said that, right? Because that's what we've been trained to say. This is good for you. This is healthy food. How could it be bad for you? It's too much calories. I was probably eating an extra 600 calories. That my friend is how you stay in maintenance mode. That's why I've been at a plateau for so long. And I've been bitching like I'm trying everything. I'm at a plateau. Guess what? You're eating at plateau maintenance calories and you're you're not doing it on purpose. You're not doing it with Oreos. You're not doing it with Krispy Kreme donuts. But those are the types of things that when you're not saying to yourself, I'm going to diet, I'm going to lose this. I'm going to get rid of all those people that say, just watch what you eat. Just, you know, how many people have seen that where they like, you know, a portion of protein is this much. A portion of vegetables is this much, with the palm of your hand. And then I'm like, is it this part of my hand or is it this part of my hand? Don't do that to yourself. If you, if you want peanut butter, weigh it out and and, and get yourself a little, you wanna see how many scales I have, you guys? This is so simple, but this could be such a game changer. These Eat Smart scales um, are like 25 and 40 bucks on Amazon. Best thing ever, because when you turn them on, you can measure in ounces, pounds, and grams. They are wonderful. But like, if you want to something to eat, if you want to have peanut butter, if you want to have avocado, like measure it out. That's a whole, that could be a whole other podcast. So I'm curious how many of you, um, I already said Shira. Yeah, everybody, everybody talks about wanting to have sweets at night. But the bottom line is whether it's sweets or whether it's zucchini, overeating is overeating. And too many of us, we're focusing on all the wrong things. And we're not focusing on what needs to be really focused on in a much, much more diligent, much more precise, much more tracked way. All of this stuff worrying about cutting out carbs, not eating bread, cutting out alcohol, avoiding starchy carbs, worrying about like, oh, which vegetable, which kind of potato is good for me or bad for me? Are grains bad or grains good? You know what you need to do? You need to be in a caloric deficit. You need to be in a diet and you need to diet right and very seriously for a short amount of time so you get the results that you want. In closing, first of all, I really hope I went into extreme detail because I'm so passionate about this, you guys, because when you have that aha moment and realize you've wasted so much time unintentionally, most of us have wasted time unintentionally, but when we realize that all of this stuff, all this stuff that I've been told by trainers for years has just confused me and made me obsess and worry it's all of that stress and obsessing is so much more damaging to our health and our psyche and our emotional state long-term than any one piece of pizza and we are what happens is because we don't take dieting seriously enough we expand the amount of time that we're Dieting but we're not really dieting so because we're, we're never really making progress It goes on and on and on and then because it's been so long How many of you have have been to a restaurant and you you maybe have had this moment where you look at the menu and go? I don't remember what it's like to just choose what I want to eat Like how many of you are like that? How many of you are so used to saying I can't have that I can't have that I can't have that that used to be me for years I mean, there was one good thing that came out of me working with this dietitian a couple of years ago is she really wanted me to get a better relationship with food. So I would really give her credit for that. She was like, "Go out to eat and pick what you want to eat at a you know, at any restaurant." And I remember I went out to eat with my man and I'm like, "I I don't know how to look at a menu." I don't know how to look at a men- How many of you can relate to that? How many of you look at a menu when you go out to eat and you're like, I can't have that, that has fried food, that has carbs, that has bread, that has croutons, that has fat in it, that has too much of this. Oh, look at the calories. I can't have that, I can't have that. You know what? The beautiful thing about understanding that to lose weight, it's caloric deficit above anything else. You know what the beautiful thing about that is? If you want to go to Red Robin and have a cheeseburger and fries this week, you can go, but you plan for it, and it's it's so much easier than you think. Um, the the way that I've taken this most important concept, and I've actually I will say this, so I, I want to make sure that I explain it here. I'm going to do a whole blog post on the specific parts of what I'm doing, and I'm happy to do a call with any of you guys, and and just. Give you my advice. Just remember, I'm not a doctor, a dietitian, or a trainer. I will be giving you my advice and my pointers, um, and sharing with you what I'm doing. I'm actually going to be diving into some, you know, challenges to take things up a notch in the coming weeks. You'll see me talking about that. But I'm, I'm really happy to help because I want so many of you who are, who've been stuck like me, feeling like I've been doing this for so long when you really haven't been, and I, I want to help you understand that. Yeah, you need to be really serious for for a certain amount of time, but it's easier to be really serious for two months or three months or six weeks or whatever. When you know that number one, you're going to get that gift. You've been saying, I just, I would pay anything. I would pay anything if I could do it. I would do any diet if I knew I could get into my bikini. I would do anything if I knew I didn't have this, you know, fat around my stomach. I would do anything if I could get rid of this belly pooch. We've all said it. You just have to work harder for a short amount of time. And then you know that even within this dieting time, you can still, if you plan accurately and you track religiously, you can have pizza. I'm not saying you can have it every night, okay? I don't wanna be that person who's like, you know, some of those gadgets you see advertised on TV and they're like, you can do nothing all day and drink beer and sit in your recliner and still lose weight and get it ripped out. No, I'm not saying that. What I can tell you is I've planned my caloric deficit. Now I also use intermittent fasting because it works for me. You don't have to. I incorporate intermittent fasting with the caloric deficit because that's what works for me. You don't have to do intermittent fasting at all. I also do one cleanse day. So I do a 24 hour fast. For those of you that think you can't do it, you're full of shit. Yes, you can. It's so much easier than anything. And most of you have done a 24 hour fast without even realizing it. So I do a 24 hour fast one time a week, but I also cycle my calories a little bit. I plan ahead. I cycle my calories a little bit so that on Fridays I do 2,500 calories because Fridays are my day that my man and I go out and typically we actually go out to eat like Friday night and Saturday night, but I allow myself an extra almost 1,000 calories, because I wanna be able to have a cocktail. I wanna be able to have a margarita. And I still track, okay? Sometimes like Friday during the day, if I know we're gonna to go to a place where maybe I'm gonna have pasta, I know I'm gonna probably really use up a lot of those calories, so I'll take it really light during the day. Maybe I'll just do two meal replacement shakes, which equals 500 calories. Then I've got 2,000 calories to use at dinner. Some of you might be going, how, 2,000 calories, how can you use that at dinner? you can go to Panera and use up 2000 calories. Okay. You guys need to start really paying attention to, um, caloric load and nutritional information in restaurants. You more and more of them are providing that. Um, so just know that when I tell you, we've got to bring diet back, we've got to start making diet sexy again, because it's our best friend Dieting is simply caloric deficit. And to me, when you realize that you can let go of all of these crazy rules, right? And only focus on something that's simple. I mean, wouldn't you like to know, like instead of worrying about, I can't have bread ever, I can't have carbs ever, I can't have that, I can't have alcohol, I've gotta be balls to the wall, I can't have any of this. If you focused on one thing, okay? And you focused on that religiously and you tracked it. So you committed to yourself and you said, I am going to do this for 30 days. I'm going to track my calories and stick to this 1600 calorie deficit, map out what, whatever it is. And I'll help you figure out what your 1600 calorie, your caloric deficit is for your goal weight. Commit to yourself. I want to do this for 30 days and see if Kelly's right. Prove me wrong. Cause I guarantee you, if you... When I applied this caloric deficit thing, you guys, in December, my man made a, a comment to me about five days in. He's like, oh my God, you're losing weight. I can see it. And you guys, I've had a rough couple of years. I've followed some really bad advice. Um, I mentioned a dietitian earlier. Um, she had me cutting out almost all of my working out and eating a lot more, and I just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And it wasn't until the end of last year it was such a great feeling Because the year before that, I was horrified by my body. Nothing in my closet fit me. Nothing. Nothing. I'm not exaggerating. Absolutely nothing. And then fast forward to December, just a couple months ago, I was able to feel really, really good in my clothes. able to go in my closet and go, I'm so excited to pick out my outfits. Ladies, how many of you have gone into your closet and said, oh my God, nothing fits me. Or you look at things and go, well, I could wear that, but I have to wear a blazer because of my stomach. Um, Or if if, you you feel good in clothes, but you don't feel good naked, or you don't feel good at the beach, or you don't feel good in, in shorts, isn't it time to be able to feel good all the time? That's, that's what I wanted. And I can tell you, it doesn't matter. Your age doesn't matter if you have kids, you don't need to be working out two hours a day. You don't need to be on anything extreme. You don't need to cut out food groups. You don't need to cut out alcohol. It's like getting back to the basics, but being really, really strict and disciplined and accountable. That's, what's going to help you win. So in closing, I want to reference a couple of things and I will link this up below for those of you that are watching this in the replay. Um, Number one, just to summarize what we talked about today, we really have to understand dieting is not a dirty word. dieting is something we all need to get more comfortable with Two, if you have been dieting or trying to lose weight for a year, six months, two years, whatever. You're not doing it right. You're not doing it hard enough. I was one of those people. So I'm not shaming you. But the great part about that is if you've been dieting, watching what you eat, working out, trying all of this stuff for all this time, the good thing is it's probably, you will probably be more surprised by your results if you really kick ass and start counting your calories and I'll help you. I'm happy to help you. I'm so passionate about this because it was like I was given new life. I will help you figure out what your caloric deficit is how to calorie cycle if you want, how to incorporate into intermittent fasting, if you want, um, how to make the best recommendations for you where you're you're at, and then join one of my Facebook groups. I've got several free Facebook, Facebook groups where you can join and be accountable because I also think that that is key. When you're ready to jump off the wagon, you know, to be able to go into a Facebook group or text a friend or PM me and say, I'm, I'm about to binge. I'm having a really bad day. Talk me out of it. You know, those, those are the things that are going to keep you on track. So number one, bring dieting back. Number two, if you've been trying forever and you've been stuck, you will probably see better results if you really commit to doing something harder and stricter for a short amount of time. So you don't have to keep doing it for a longer amount of time. You can do this. Um, number three, we need to get rid of all of those crazy diet myths and fitness myths like carbs are bad. Fruit is bad. Vegetables are bad. That's all BS. It's BS. So is, you know, just eat clean and you, you don't have to worry about counting calories. You have to count calories. Okay. You have to count calories. If you really want to you know, get past your plateau, you need to get comfortable counting calories, period. Um, So I have a couple of podcasts that are relevant to what we're talking about today. Um, I definitely encourage you to go to the Kelly O Show and listen to my recent interview with Bonnie Feaster. We talk a lot about this. She's going to be back on the show. I also have some new shows going live in the next two weeks on these very topics. Wednesday night. I want you guys to come back here at 6 p.m. Central. I will have Delray Messer and another trainer here and we're going to be talking about that whole nighttime snacking thing. And we're going to be doing kind of a fun bedtime belly buster challenge if you want to learn what that's all about and why it's important and how it can help fast blast blast belly fat. Come here six o'clock to watch a live on Wednesday night. So watch the podcast interview with me and Body Feaster. Watch the podcast interview with me and Jordan Syatt. The most recent podcast that I released the end of last week, it's a three-part interview with Brett Contreras, the glute guy. Most of that is about glute training, but what I love is that he brings in some very um, complementary truths to what we've been talking about here, which is like, look, this doesn't have to be complicated. You can lose weight by paying attention to your food and walking. Okay, people are over-complicating it, paying attention, obsessing about the stuff that doesn't matter and not obsessing about stuff that does matter. So those are some podcasts I really want you to listen to. And then furthermore, go find Jordan Syatt online and listen to everything he puts out. He is the person that woke me up and made me pay attention to Clark deficit. So I have to give him all the credit in the world. And there's two podcast episodes on his podcast one where he well actually two of them where he interviews people that have hypothyroidism Um, But listen to the one from September 1st. It's a great interview That's the interview that snapped me out of my oh, I can't lose weight because I have hypothyroidism Mode it will change your life. He will change your life And the more you tune into his stuff you're gonna get why suddenly I realized I don't have to listen to that crap anymore I can simplify and get results. I've never had so I told you about the podcast and just in general, I am back to blogging again, and a lot of you write to me and ask for me to share what I'm doing differently. You ask me about bioidentical hormonal replacement, how I'm dealing with hormones, how I'm dealing with hypothyroidism. I'm gonna be doing content on all of that at kellyalexa.com. So if you want more information on any of this stuff and other stuff that you follow me for, head over there now, subscribe at kellyalexa.com. Again, lastly, um, Tune in on Wednesday, six o'clock central here. We're doing a Facebook Live about this whole bedtime belly buster challenge we're doing. You'll learn why it can really help you um, not only improve your sleep, but improve your fat loss and address belly fat um, by starting to incorporate protein before bed. I've had trainers tell me that for years, but this is kind of incorporated into um, a, a more focused program. And I'm going to be doing that for two weeks. And then, um, I'm going to be hosting a 30 day, um, Facebook, it's going to be a private Facebook group, but it's free to, free to join for any of you. Um, a 30 day weight loss challenge for spring break, um, spring break in quotations, because most of us are too old to be going on spring break, but you know, get in shape for spring. If you have any questions for me, stuff that you saw here, if you're live, if you saw stuff or listened to stuff here that you wanna ask me about in general, my email is kelly at kellyalexa.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, I really hope this was helpful. There's a reason why I took all of this time. I'm very obviously passionate about it. As somebody who has wasted a lot of time winging it and just thinking, oh, I've got it all up here. I'm so grateful to know what's important and I've tested it. And you guys are going to watch me apply this over the next 60 days and see me just shred like a mother. And I'm not even a mom, but it doesn't matter. So you guys have a great rest of the day. It was so good to see some familiar faces here today. I will be back. Going to start Facebook living every Monday here at 10 a.m. So I will see you next week. But then also make sure you tune in, um, like I said, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Hey, everybody. This marks the end of part three of this three-part Uh, Episode with myself. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this deep dive into what I'm calling the Diet Smackdown is or has been helpful for you. Um, It has taken me a long time to get past um, a place where I was perpetually chasing my tail and just constantly um, over analyzing things, trying new things, not sticking with things. Um, making excuses unintentionally, didn't re- not realizing I was making excuses, um, self sabotaging all of these things because I really was focused on again eighty percent of the wrong stuff and not focused on twenty percent of the right stuff. So I hope that this was helpful in getting you to the point where you had those like okay, I see it clearly now. I really can do this because that's a game changer. Um, I I know for me to go from the place where I really was always doubting if I'd ever feel good in my body, ever reach my goal, ever be happy with, you know, my level of of fitness or my body composition. I now know I'm not intimidated by um, the work I have to do this year. I now know what I need to do. And I hope that was helpful for all of you. So if you like this show, if you're getting value out of it, if you're liking all the other interviews, I certainly hope that you are subscribed. If you haven't had a chance to do so yet, we'd love it if you would leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. That really helps the show get seen and heard by more people. If you have questions for the show, just head over to kellyalexa.com. Use the contact me form. You can use that for questions, things you want us to cover on future episodes. You can also use that if you want to inquire about advertising on future episodes, or if you'd like to nominate a guest that we interview on the show. Until next time, everybody have a great rest of the week. I'll see you next time.